Welcome to Nick Women's Generation. Today we have Kansana from Zambia joining us. Kansana is the founder of 2013 Nutrition Project, which aims to mobilize resources for skilling up nutrition in underserved school and community health center within Lusaka. Um, so Kansana, um, you are running a 2013 Nutrition Project. I would like to learn how do you come up with this idea? Um, the 2013 Nutrition Project was an idea that I developed um, two years ago. As a medical student, I had an amazing opportunity to intern at a children's hospital in Lusaka. So I realized that most non-communicable conditions such as malnutrition, stunting in children were preventable. And most of these children were coming from low-income families. And I had an idea to say, if most of these kids that come to this hospital have disease that can be preventable and why isn't anybody doing something? Of course, the government is involved, but I was thinking there are not so many non-government um, organizations that are doing the same thing. So I had a chance to represent my country in the United States at the University of Delaware for a leadership program. So I pitched my idea and, um, UD liked it and they funded the first six months of the program. And that's how I came up with the 2013 Nutrition Project. And I named it the 2030 because I wanted it to align with the 2030 uh, SDG goals. So, yeah, that was the whole birth story of the Nutrition Project. So it started from working at a children's hospital. Then I decided that there's so many preventable, non-communicable diseases that can be prevented. And that's how I came up with the Nutrition Project. Okay, so how did you start um, two years ago? Um, did you have everything in place? So how did you present your idea and get the funding to support your pro uh, project and you bring it back to um, Zambia? Okay, so um, when I pitched in the idea, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't have so much information. The only information I had was the experience that I got from working at that children's hospital. So I had to do a lot of research and um, team up with many organizations that are doing this, that are doing similar things for me to have a better understanding of um, nutrition and malnutrition and how I can help these people that are coming from low-income families. So it started with a whole lot of background research. Uh, when I when I had the funding, when I got the funding for the first six months. It was um, a bit overwhelming because this was my first time and I'm doing this huge project and I want to help so many children and I didn't have enough knowledge. So I had to team up with nutritionists. I had to team up with um, local clinics in my local communities. I had to team up with um, a lot of young people that were willing to volunteer and help out during the first six months of this project. And yeah, it's it's been amazing and it's been a learning experience so far. How do you reach out to the community? Do you start to engage them directly? Okay, so um, so far the project has what we call nutrition ambassadors. So, um, so the nutrition ambassadors, um, they go out there in the community to educate more people on, on dietary, dietary information. So the thing is, 
when we partnered, we realized that when we partner with local clinics, it was easier to reach to these mothers and to these parents that were coming to the local clinics. Because in Zambia, there's what we call Child Health Week or antenatal or maternal health week where pregnant women and expecting mothers where expecting mothers and parents come to these places. So we realize that if we partner with local clinics, it will be easier for us to talk to these mothers and talk to these parents about nutrition. So in that story, we realize that if we reach out to these brothers, why not engage somebody who they're familiar with? So we realized that we would easily team up with a nutritionist or a health worker that already works at that hospital. So it was easier to reach the communities because we give out flyers. We also reach out the community using Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and that's how easy it's become since we started. Mm-hmm. So I learned that um, your project focuses on women and children. So why do you focus on women and children? So um, Zambia has a population of 16.6 million people and 35 of ch- 35% of children are under five. And unfortunately, the statistics state that 88% of these children have no access to acceptable diets or lack of any form of balanced meals. So it was a huge problem and, one, and wild hunger is one of the main problems. And so for me, I... I discovered that not so many organizations were focusing on malnutrition in my country. So that's why I came up with the nutrition project. And with my background from the medical field, it was easy for me to blend in and to come up with something that I could do to help out the communities. It is really exciting to learn about your passions and how you engage your community. And I want to ask you about um, your project and um, children health. So how does your project promote children health? Because most of these families are coming from low-income communities. So we just can't say, um, so your child is supposed to eat this, the child is supposed to eat that. We're supposed to understand where these people are coming from and how much they can afford to feed their children. So we came up with a nutrition handbook that is in the local language as well, and it's in English, and it's in pictures for those people that can't read. So um, the nutrition handbook consists of how to prepare, how to prepare local foods, cheap foods so that these people can are able to afford. So um, we also do nutrition mixers where we partner with a local clinic and provide food, provide food for these people so that. Um, a health worker or nutritionist shows them how to prepare the food. And then we also partnered with um, Farmers Initiative, which also helps them grow fruits and vegetables in um, in their homes behind their gardens. Called It's called home gardening, where these people can grow vegetables and grow fruits. And if they make enough, they are able to sell it and buy what they need for their children. And so far, we've been doing uh, COVID relief donations uh, with with school with schools that have a feeding program. So we're doing food donations. We're doing nutrition mixers. We also have nutrition workshops where health workers and our team members cook, prepare food and show these mothers and parents how to prepare food for their children. And we also have um, social, uh, we also have the home gardening for these women to grow food in their backyards. 
is that difficult for you to engage with the community at first because you introduce something totally new to them? Okay, so um, at first, before we had the handbook, it was we had to do a lot of research on how these people um, can better understand the purpose of the project. So we, when we teamed up with the nutritionist, we were given ideas to say um, some of these women will not, and some of these people that attend these workshops will not understand what you really want. So I think the first thing that we thought of was doing the nutrition mixer where we buy the food and show these women how to prepare the food. So we realized that more and more people from the communities were coming to those events. And then we decided that um, how long are we going to buy food for these people to prepare and to show them how to prepare the food? So we decided to come up with the manual, the nutrition handbook. So, mm -hmm. and, and then bringing in the nutrition handbook, we realized that it was in English and most of these people could not relate or understand what was written. So we decided to include pictures for people that can't read so they can see pictures and how to prepare the food. And so many people were getting interested and then we decided to say, okay, so we, we just can't tell these people what to eat and what to cook. What if they can't afford these meals? So we decided to partner with Farmers Initiative so that they can help these women grow their own fruits and vegetables in their backyards so they're able to prepare that food. And we also encourage them to buy food from local markets and communities so that it's affordable for them. And so as the project was growing, we realized that so many people in the communities are interested in seeing what happens and how to eat healthy and how to live a healthy life. And when these people know the statistics that 35% of children that are under five are stunted, I think it's really critical for them to take action and to do something about it. So it's been very easy to engage with the communities. So wow, that's great. Um, so do you work on this project alone or do you have team to work together? Because it sounds like a lot of work that you have been doing. Okay, so um, we partner, we have a partner called um, Hivos and Ch uh, Mwana Zambia. We also have a lot of nutrition ambassadors that are on board and these are volunteers that go out in the communities and they're also volunteers that help out during these workshops and nutrition mixes. So I have a I have partners and I have nutrition ambassadors that are helping me run this project. What are the challenges for you to run this project? When getting, when working with certain people, they're always expecting money in return or something in return. So it's also been a little bit challenging. And when we engage these mothers in the communities, some people are like, uh, but what if we can't afford this food? What if we don't have the money? What if we... Are you going to pay us? And most of these people think when you have a project in Jaran and a non-government organization, they're always expecting money in return. So I think those are the main challenges. And the other challenges is um, engaging with um, engaging with honest, genuine people that are willing to help out these children in the communities. So I think that's the main challenge. So how do you engage with? those genuine people who want to have the project, who want to give back to society? So uh, I would think, first of all, they have to understand that um, it's about volunteer work. It's about interest because 
if you're expecting money in return and you want to help these people, it's not going to work. So it's from the get-go, we're supposed to make things clear to say, okay, so this is an NGO and we only operate on fundings. And so if you if you make an agreement in the beginning, I think it's easier to forge ahead. But if there's some information they don't know, they'll be expecting something in return and which is not going to be the case. You are a young woman. You do not have children. And to start a project um, that works with mother who have children and you work with young children, how it was like to work with them? First, uh, first of all, in the beginning, it was very difficult to engage with these people because you don't understand what challenges they're facing or where they're coming from. So it was easy for me to partner with um nurses or a local health worker that worked at a specific clinic so they're able to talk to somebody they can trust because most of these women came to these clinics uh, for child health week so they have or they have a health worker who works there somebody that they already trust so for me it was easier to partner with uh, the local health workers so They had that relationship with the mothers and they had that relationship with the community. So it was easy to talk to them and just be able to understand and have them on board and just explain to them what the project is all about and how they can help their children. Mm -hmm. So do you have any message for people who listen to this interview? Yeah, health is important and it starts from what you eat and it starts from um, what you feed your children, what you eat while you're pregnant, what you eat while you're young, while you're old. And I just feel like everybody should be interested and should take part in eating nutritious foods. Okay, um, Kansanas, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you very much for listening to Next Women Generation. If you like this conversation, please subscribe and leave us the review. And stay tuned to our next speaker.